Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of It's On Us podcast. This episode is going to feature our beat producer, Eric Whitfield, a.k.a. Art Miles. His social media page will be linked in the description along with his SoundCloud. The beat you're hearing right now is his production. If you guys have any beat needs, be sure to hit him up and enjoy the show. Hey, yeah. there you go, there you go. Talk about don't bump into me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Hey, look, hey, look at you wrong. You like, oh, yeah, you want all the smoke. No, it's a problem. You give him that Vegeta stare, like I wish you would. Mm-hmm. Or that that cell when you just sitting there on, in the ring. Coldest ever for do the tur- it for the, for the tournament for a whole week straight. Just didn't move. Didn't even blink. Hard, hard body. He actually sent a message out via telepathically, like he called him out without even moving. <laughs> like this, is a public service announcement: come get your ass whooped at this location. <laughs> now you know what is crazy though. Like when you do drink, like say you in the club drinking, right, and the person next to you is like kind of intoxicated. They start trying to talk to you like over the loud music, like I can't hear nothing you saying. And they start trying to freestyle. I'm like, all right. Cut it out, bro. Like, That's how you, you know doing? they drunk. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Those are the worst you, people. Like, I do not uh, like people who get drunk and freestyle. Like, cut it out. You are sitting here right by me. If you were yeah. meant to make it, you'd be on the other side, and I'd be listening to you. Your ass is right here. Let's enjoy this music right here. They become motivated. Like, hey, man, I'm about to make it. Next That's day. why you laughing, Eric. You know it's true. He knows. He knows. Hey. No, it's, it's a normal day for me, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. Go ahead, what? Welcome to another episode of It's On Us Podcast. We have a special guest with us today, mm-hmm. Mr. Eric Whitfield. Yes, sir. Good look, good look. Art Miles. I go by Art Miles. I'm our producer name. You know, sorry. Say that again. I'm sorry. Yeah, you oh, good. Art Miles. Mm-hmm. You know what? Go ahead and uh, put yourself out there. I mean, you know, promote yourself. Oh, what do you, you do? Know. Let the people know. No, oh, I mean, man. all throughout the episode, we're just going to promote you and just promote our city, what we're doing. And we make this an organic conversation. You know what I mean? So, okay, first I and foremost, spread it out like peanut butter. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> you know, this is the thing I'm learning. Like, when you got the juice, don't pour it so fast. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I heard that. Right. people like taste that. that shit. Like, man, this is some mm-hmm. delicious ass flavored. And like then over time, you get it. And then, I do enjoy a slow pour. Right. I do. That's the thing with whiskey. When you drink whiskey, you just take shots of whiskey. Are you pour? Are you, you doing a champagne slow? pour? Or are you doing like the. Fountain pour. Fountain pour. Looks okay. elegant. Okay. It's a difference, though. But yeah, today yeah. we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Yeah, no, I'm Eric Whitfield. Uh, I go by Art Miles. I went by plenty different names back in the day, but Art Miles right now, you know, been making beats for about 18 years. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in Lorraine, Still City. Born and bred. Mm-hmm. You know, just a normal guy, man. I'm probably the most normal guy you'll ever meet. Wait, hold on. So you said 18 years if you. Getting into the music, yeah, and just producing beats, right? Yeah. So, okay, what, what made you want to start doing that? Uh, well, my dad did music. Uh, he was a DJ. I mean, he was just a total b boy. He did graffiti, you know, when that hip hop was going off and it was popping. He was doing it all. Uh, he did beats and um, he was messing around with Bone Thugs actually a little bit back in the day. I mean, shouting them out on BET nice. a long time ago. I remember me and my brother seeing that on one of his okay. uh, VHSs mm-hmm. that uh, Rap City recorded. Wow, so, that's awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, it was just uh, since I was a kid, you know, I just always liked music. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom listened to everything, my dad, hip hop. Then when I got to high school, it was just jazz. I don't know if you know Aaron I Thomas. I love jazz, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to church at the time. Mm-hmm. Aaron and Ashton and that whole family just jazz music just giving me music mm-hmm. and uh 
Hey man, quick plug. 107.3 The Wave went off the air, man. Really? It was heartbroken. Yeah, like about two years ago. About two years ago. Yeah, they switched to like some pop station. I'm very upset about that. Pop station? Yes. I used to get it to that station in my warehouse. Jacob, no. (laughs) It wasn't too bad, actually. Not not gonna lie. When he first told me, he was like, hey, we gotta listen to The Wave. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? 107.3 The the Wave. I'm telling you, bro. It was a whole vibe, though. You know what I mean? That's just the. Where we come from, how we grew up, and yeah. it definitely helped us get to where we are now, for sure. Mm-hmm. For I sure, used to have to box sure. to those songs. Like my dad didn't put his hands on me. Sometimes, if I act up, I <laughs> I got popped. I got my ass For the most part, though, he used to make us go in the garage, and we used to have to box through like four songs on one hundred seven three. And everybody who listens to that station know how long them songs be. Your Extended. arms be worn out. <laughs> That's all I can tell you Yeah that's smooth jazz You should be stuck on an 8 minute song And speaking of jazz Who's your favorite jazz musician? Uh, Herbie Hancock Mm. Um, And George George Duke Those are the two guys to me Mm -hmm. Uh, Chick Corea Jeff Lorber Um, I can go down the list I got I mean I can go Flying Lotus If you want to go New jazz Because I mean he does jazz Thundercat Um, Mm -hmm. I fuck with Thundercat Yeah Yeah. me too Me too He's the best Like (laughs) I'm I'm just music. I can listen to any genre. You know, I go across any plateau. The only genre I probably don't listen to is country. Oh man! Like I can even listen to them white boys screaming all day. You know. Well, we ha- we have one of our members here who like advocates kind of for country. I, mean, I grew up in co- with country. My mom nothing wrong played. with oh, it. I know. It's just it's just not, not my your, thing. Not your taste. Like, like, see, I'm not gonna say I advocate country, but I've can I can tolerate it now over the years. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Morgan Wallen is like Morgan Wallen is fire. Like <laughs> me being a producer, you start to learn that uh, there's good in all genres of music. Mm-hmm. Right. You can sample they, any they all genre. draw from each other, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. everything. Like it's, I'll draw from techno one day, or I'll draw from R and B, blues. Mm-hmm. I mean, just how I'm feeling for the day. I could for be sure. in a messed up mood and listen to. Some craft work, or mm-hmm. I can listen to Throb and Gristle, just some weird stuff, like mm-hmm. out there stuff. Or I can listen to, you know, the new stuff, Lil Baby, The Baby, mm-hmm. uh, Nas, Jay, Redman, just all, all these that stuff. Nice. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right. Now, how many? I wonder who's the parent. I was gonna say, how <laughs> many? Like in your library, like of beats you cre- you've created, one for our our, our podcast here. Right, no one right. knows that. And, we, we shot you out at the first episode, but yeah. now you're on it. I appreciate it. it. Yeah, I appreciate sure. it. This is so the gonna... man behind the genius beat that we yes. come into every yes. single time you guys tune in. Yeah. Every single time. That surprised me. When I listened to it, Like I was like, wow, Like I never heard my stuff like that before. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, it's, like it's so though. important for us to like use the resources we have close to us because mm-hmm. we, it's as all time about local. Goes, that's what I'm saying. I, we just want to advocate on supporting yeah. local Upcoming entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and having a conversation. That's why the podcast is called It's On Us. The abbreviation right. is I O U, right. which is That's dope. heavy because it's like mm-hmm. we kind of owe you a conversation of like where we are and mm-hmm. it might help the next person that's wherever you are in your journey, like keep going because right. this is where we are now. So we're going to grow together. Yeah, type of deal, you, so. You've reached out a long time ago. Like mm-hmm. I remember I was doing posts on Instagram because I just, you know, put a little post out here and there. I'm not trying to. Not trying to tell everybody I'm the next Kanye, but mm-hmm. I think I'm doing something next level. Mm-hmm. But I'll just post stuff just to see how people, you know, think of it. My friends and followers and stuff, and he'll hit me up like, "Hey, man, I need some more of that." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so busy, I'll forget. I'm like, "Man, he didn't ask me this like months ago. I need to get him something." <laughs> but I know people call it in their own life, so I'm like, "Whenever you get a chance, man." Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But 
no, I sent them some stuff and he liked it, you know, and mm-hmm. I was just like, good, because that's, that's the music that I'm on right now, For just sure. the phase mm-hmm. of soul music, you know, just taking it back to the basics of hip-hop, chopping up samples, break mm-hmm. beats, and doing what I feel. And I'm trying to incorporate trap music and different sounds. It's just for me, I've been doing this so long, I'm challenging myself with different lanes, doing nice. some new stuff. That's perfect. My, perfect. My question for you, have you ever, like, messed around with classical music? Yeah. Really? That was my first. Like, this is why I do so much music. And um, in high school, I think freshman year, I had music appreciation class with Mr. Wiley. And, Man, um, I wish I'd have had a class like that. I'd be fire. I had that I class in high school, but I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't. I, did. I, I don't know I why. A, I didn't know why. I, didn't, I had a like, shitty teacher. Yeah. I was in your call. I had Mr. Slovak or yeah. some yeah. shit. I don't yeah, know. Like, Mr. Wiley, uh, me being in band, I was with him anyway. But he just taught me, like, any genre, you don't have to like it, but there's an appreciation in it, and you can learn from it. So classical music, I just didn't understand people screaming. To me, I, it just sounded like screaming, mm-hmm. you know, just like soft screaming. But then you get older, and you're like, no, this is music. Mm-hmm. You know, the crescendos and how the, the music makes you feel emotionally. And then you start watching movies, and you see the scores, and you just, that music makes you feel a certain type of way. So I think as we get older, we understand that, our voice is also just another instrument right. on the sound it itself, you know? Definitely. To go back off what you said about when you hear it in movies and stuff, like, I think we all have that one movie. Like, as soon as we hear a certain score, it's like, oh, we gotta, I got to watch this for a little bit. Like, for me, Star Wars. Star Wars got a good score. Um, most of, like, those big production movies got wonderful scores. Right, though. right. Me, I like when they incorporate songs that you already know in the movie. So, like, mm-hmm. Queen and Slim. When I was watching that movie and you just hear all the songs they got to play the soundtrack, it fit that movie so perfect. It it becomes its own character in the movie. You I'm know, I sure. think that's so genius, though, because shout out to Jordan Peele. And all his music, all his movies that he makes, like, he has, he's remixing the Candyman. And he has mm-hmm. yeah. Say My Name, Say My Name of Beyonce. Yeah. That's like a classical song. Right. right. But wow. if you say his name so many times, he shows up. So I'm like, whoa. Right. Awesome. And he does that in most of his movies. So I'm like, hmm. Marvel does that pretty good too. Right. Yeah. Like uh, Black Panther. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah. 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 Black oh, yeah. Panther soundtrack fire and it fits the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Guardians, Guardians soundtrack yeah. was That was dope. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. The rock and roll. <laughs> classic. So to, since we're on music, did anybody have a favorite theme song growing up? Like, Saturday morning cartoons or something like you you heard <laughs> it and you was like damn you know what I'm about to tune in right now Ooh, I, I'll go first I'll say Danny Phantom was was Ooh. was a bop for me okay yeah yeah okay okay Jacob well see I can't remember too much of like I cartoons I remember like Power Rangers I watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers so that that had to be it for me, honestly. Right. Or Beetleborg, Beetleborgs. That was Beetleborg. that was like low key Nasty. one of my. <laughs> Some no. people make it for me. Static Shock <laughs> too. I think those no, top three. Static Shock, yeah. Top three for me. Personally. Uh, for me, it was like uh, Dexter's Laboratory. That intro. Yeah. I think yeah. that, that, that was fire. Wait like, a minute, like, I forgot all about that. See, that's, that's, I feel I like that. those cartoons were like lost in some like Johnny Bravo yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Group of like kids next door, man. Right. That was yeah, my shit. That was my shit right there. Yeah, those are like classical cartoons. I'll never forget. I'll probably keep watching them. So I mean, it happens. I'll yeah. say now we'll mention is SpongeBob. I I really think their theme song is fire. It's, it's, everybody, it's, everybody knows it. Everybody it's knows it. It's so catchy. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. Uh, 
I'm old. Like I didn't watch kids shows a lot growing nope. up. I did. I like. I watched Rocket Power and shit like that. That's Doug, fire too. Yeah. Watched Doug. I watched Courage, Cowardly Dog. Uh, Classic. But my mom was always watching Law and Order. Mm-hmm. And dun, dun. Oh man, that it's cheesy, but it's classic. Classic. And then um, uh, New York Undercover. She mm. was that that theme song is classic. It's like some '90s New Jack Swing type stuff. Nice. I'm trying to think. It's other uh, Kids Next Door. That I like that theme song. Um, Scooby Doo, mm. classic, you know? classic for sure. I appreciate Scooby Doo so much. I like a pup named that show was so ahead of its time. Yeah. They were showing us the whole time the real monsters are people, and I'm like, mm. whoa, that's deep. Mm-hmm. That I, that's now that I look at, it, I'm like, damn, I never knew that shit. Like that's deep. Each person in Scooby Doo was just like some Asshole. dog that can talk. What kind of dog was he actually? Uh, he was supposed to be a Great Dane. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, fun fact. Of the day, not even brought to you by. So what did Shaggy give him like LSD or something? Is that why he talked? <laughs> I don't mm. know. Who knows? I'm just. I'm and the sandwiches look so good in those. In that, man, yeah, like a Scooby Doo snaggy, <laughs> ten foot tall sandwich. And a, those did look pretty good. In reality, I'm like, man, he just got the munchies the whole time. For sure, <laughs> sure for <laughs> sure, for this time. guy, you know. for sure. Uh-uh. <laughs> just a dog and him just smoking weed and just like oh. Kicking it, and then you, and you understand a dog. You're smoking weed, and you understand the dog. Like that's some high stuff. Like, did, did you guys it. like? You them? will learn. Yeah, did I you? promise you. You think you will, you will learn what your dog is trying to tell you. Oh, it yeah. comes with time. I promise you. We already have a communication. It, it, now I'm like exactly. Okay. She can look mm-hmm. at you and you be like, "You're hungry," and then she will sit and you know what I mean. Wag the tail. Like, telepathically, like give me that little head tilt. Like it's nonverbal. It's she non-verbal. does it now, and I'm like, okay. Let's go outside real quick. Yeah, see? Right. <laughs> got you. See? No, so, that's crazy, man. So did anybody like the live-action Scooby-Doo movies? Or was it trash? Hell yeah. The one where they go to Spooky Island? Yeah. I yeah. said, fire? What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't know. I was asking. <laughs> so in that movie, Spooky too, Island? the girl he meets is Mary Jane. I'm like, it's in her face right now. Right. True. Yeah. I'm like, I laugh at it every time I watch the movie. Exactly. I'm like, man, they was like really doing this shit. They knew what they was doing. They knew what they was doing. <laughs> just blankly putting it in front of our face, and we mm-hmm. just like, okay. Mm-hmm. As far as intros for me, I got a few. I like Rocco's Modern Life, uh, Cat Dog, Cat Dog, Jimmy Neutron, Cat Dog, Cat Dog. Yeah, and there's one more I'm missing, and it was real good, and I forgot it. It'll come back to me. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, Fairly Odd Parents is a great one. My default theme song would have to be any wrestler's theme song coming out. Man. Oh, yeah. I'm Pinky talking. in the Brain. That's it. Even John the, the Cena? Whole, the John, John Cena. Cena's theme John song. Cena. Dun, 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 dun. The Raw theme song to begin with, fire. Hey, Triple out. H's, fire. Yeah. HBK, Marina. fire. Mm. Marina Tillman burned me a copy of John Cena's album in, like, sixth grade. And I listen to that shit. That's another nice. local person that we know. Shout out to Marina. Shout Eric, out. I think Eric sure. had it and Austin both. I think they both had them. Scale of one to ten, how fire was it? I didn't. Never I mean, at the to time, it. you know, I was. That was the hottest shit ever. Yeah, <laughs> like now that you look back at it, it's like I, I didn't him. hold him to a rapper standard. He was a wrestler. Facts. Like, mm-hmm. Facts. You know what I mean? Like Dame. Do you hold Dame? Just like no, nah, Dame Loki got no bars though. Dame is different. Like he's a different. Pedigree okay. of like he can actually rap. He got a, a a rapper name like yeah. he don't go by Damian Lillard on his rap name right. like when he's Dame rapping. Dame Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> like you can look at Shaq and be like Shaq had gold and platinum albums and he could rap, but it wasn't like 
lyrical, lyrical. It was a, he, he just had, had team. publicity off his name. Yeah, he, he had, had he but he had a, a team of people that was giving him that raw shit too. So not too many people can make that transition though from right. like playing a sport to like. I mean, there's True. a couple like uh, Lonzo Ball. He kind of has like music. Uh, Iman Shumpert is another flow. person that yeah, like because he's he's with Tiana Taylor, so she does music naturally. So it's mm-hmm. like it was going to happen for him regardless. So mm-hmm. True. No, they got flow for sure. Yeah, it's a couple different like. Um, Oladipo too. He can yep. sing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He can sing. He got. He was on the Mass Singer. Oh, I seen. I did see that. Yeah. Oh wow! I have to listen to his album though. Sounds like an old Western cowboy. I can't at times. So you can sing, Jacob? I can't sing. Do you sing for us real quick? Bro, I can't sing. Okay. Okay. It was try. All right, whatever. True, who knows? Me and Eric might be cooking something. I don't know. He made these beats, though. I might get in the booth myself, man. I don't know. You know what? Now that we're back on music, I have a great question for you because you kind of, like, touched on it a little bit earlier. So depending on how you feel, do you ever, like, channel your emotions through your music? All the time. Mm. Like, it got around the 14, 15-year mark where I was like, I need to put what I'm going through in the music. So around adolescence, you started using yeah. music as your outlet mm-hmm. for your emotions. Like, it's therapeutic. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's, you can talk through your music. Like, and only you know how you're feeling. So it's, you just hope that everyone else is feeling that too. Like, they might un- they might need that music to get them through that day, or they might just need to hear, like, something dope. You know, that's just what I do it for. But, of course, all the time, my music and my emotions are hand in hand. Like the way I, the way my drums sound, the way my sample goes, is all me. Now, have you felt like that's kept you out of trouble in times? Like you know, you felt like you was about to do maybe something dumb, and you just ran to your music and just like let it all out. Sometimes, but I've always been level-headed. Like, that's know, I'm, like I, know. I said, I'm a normal dude, man. You know me. I go to work. Yeah. I go home. We go back to kindergarten. I know. Yeah, you kindergarten, know you. man. <laughs> Damn, like, that's awesome. Like it's, you know, I'm just level-headed. My my mom. You know, she just instilled in me to be responsible. Don't get caught up in this life and don't feel sorry for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. get out here, get your shit together, and then all the rest will come into play. Have you ever uh, saved or maybe recreated any beats that you did when you were younger just to, like, maybe sometimes go back, listen to them, and maybe, like, get some type of stimulation or walk down memory lane? I just redid something that I lost. Like, I lost a lot of music a uh, couple years ago. Um, but I recreated something. It actually sounds better than when I did it the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's a rule nice. you should never break. That As music that you did have, though, you should have released. I should have. you was letting it marinate in the pot. I should have. just been pouring it out. I should have. Mm-hmm. Now that we know. Like, I should have dropped your shit. Yeah. Like, I was, I, I was trying to do some, like, I don't know if you guys listen to Griselda or, like, that underground hip-hop, but they release music constantly. That's what I was trying to do. I was just building up a whole catalog of music. Mm-hmm. And I had an issue where I was just lazy. I'm like, man, this computer is about to die on me. I know it's going to die on me. But, man, I'm working. I'm tired. I need to get some sleep. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm chilling. Then when it finally crashed on me, it just, all that, you should have did this, just yeah. started beating in my head. So, But it was a lesson, though. I, I like that I lost that music because I can actually get it off my hard drive still. But it's good to know that I need to start fresh. I need the stuff that... Like some stuff I can recreate, but other stuff I leave it alone because it's mm-hmm. a rule in music where you don't you don't you're not in that same headspace you were True. when you made it back then. So it's hard to recreate it because you're not in that space. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might get it, but other times you're like, oh, the drums is off. Or, it doesn't feel right. It's not where mm-hmm. I was mentally at that time. So 
But I can make, you know me, I'll make a beat in five minutes. And what I appreciate awesome. in your message is that you lost your stuff and you didn't give up. You stuck with it versus letting it be a mishap and dwelling on it and never going back to it. You actually use that to fuel your drive For to sure. like be ambitious and like just start fresh. For sure. I, I Back then I didn't know it, but uh, knowing now and reflecting, like I went through so much stuff in my life. The music did save me. It actually got me through mm-hmm. the tough times. I didn't even look at it like tough times until somebody pulled me to the side and was like, hey, you know, you got PTSD going through this shit, you know? So it's just for me, I'm level-headed enough to know the music is going to continue to fuel me. And I know there's a lot of people going through what I'm going through and not even doing music. They just need Mm -hmm. to know that there's somebody out there that's going through that and still pursuing their craft. So Mm -hmm. never give up on that. And -hmm. always put yourself into your craft, no matter what you do. If you flipping a burger, flip that shit with some passion. Mm-hmm. You know, make it facts. taste a little better. Like, Hell yeah! yeah. It's gonna I love make that. the world. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make the world better. Like everybody's lazy in in the cookie cutter era. Like if you get it out the mud, it's, it's far better gratitude and gratification on For what sure. you do. For sure. I don't know. It's just like people gravitate towards things that are more organically grown. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you've been doing this for. 18, 18 years mm-hmm. and right now i'm sure you you have knowledge of this you're about to create i'm gonna speak this life into you you're about to create a piece similar or almost similar to the how like vince van gogh was creating his piece and right. like the mona right. lisa like just those type of pieces ear. but it takes time because you have right. different phases in your life true play on yeah. this canvas that you're y'all, painting mm-hmm. on those y'all gonna be the first ones here this project i'm working on like it's a beat tape. It's gonna be crazy though. It's gonna be can't wait, can't wait. Like I just like ideas and music. Like I don't. Everybody says the same shit in the music nowadays. It's like I turn on one beat, it sounds like the fifth beat. Like I want something mm-hmm. where when you hear it, I'm gonna go in so many different directions. You're gonna be like, how does he do it? Wow. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, it's just when y'all hear this, I want y'all opinion on it. For sure, absolutely. For sure, because I know y'all, yeah. y'all are real. Like vast in the music, like mm-hmm. I know him. You listen to everything. I'm pretty sure yeah, you, you got our, our guru of the podcast. I listen game, to everything. So, man. Yeah, he so, to everything. You know, like I, I'm a music head, man. Like I remember my best era was 2016. I was listening to everything. Like I was sampling Tool a lot. Like Tool was in my playlist all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Throbbing Gristle, Kraftwerk. I mean, he, Kraftwerk is like a group from like the 70s and 80s. You know what I'm saying? But listening to jazz music, because jazz music is social, and I'm a social dude, so mm-hmm. jazz so is all intellectual, so I I gravitate to it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I played instruments in school. So. Mm-hmm. And kind of jazz, in a way, is instrumental or acoustic in a lot of sense, mm-hmm. so there's not a lot of, of words. So it's, no, like it's you said, all, social. Like it's, all, it's all yes. putting yourself into your art. In, yeah, you know? wow. It's yeah. like masonry. Masonry is like that. You just put in your knowledge into the craft and the people are going to be smart enough to digest that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you right now, man. So we did music in high school. I think everybody had to, right? The farthest I got was the recorder and uh, that didn't even go well. So I'm like, all right, maybe I just need to like back it up, do well, something else. Your, your sister played though, Yeah, right? she played the uh, clarinet. Okay. I, like okay. I said, I didn't appreciate music at that time because my headspace was in a whole different like. Right. But... Going back, I probably would end up playing like the saxophone. I love that's, the sax. That's what my mom wanted me to play, but I mm-hmm. wanted to be like Miles Davis. So I was mm-hmm. like, "Give me the trumpet. It looks easier. It's three valves." Mm-hmm. And then learning, you gotta have embouchure and 
you gotta blow into that horn and practice all the time. It's like your lips felt like Roy Jones and Floyd Mayweather was beating on it. Pause for like five minutes. Like it, See, I've always been interested in a keyboard and piano only because you can walk into most places and like you can either do a joke or just sit down and perform. You right. can be drunk like you don't lose that. You know what I mean? And it's always dope. Right. You just sit down on some Ray Charles shit and just work them keys. Yeah. And you hear them talking about jazz in such a great way. That's why I love 107.3 The Way oh, while you were man. trying to put on that classic rock bullshit. <laughs> I was at, first, of all, first of all, I was not trying to put on classic rock bullshit. Then that was T, not you. Who, who you listen to? Like, what's your what's your top upper echelon? What is what's in your playlist every day? Honky every day, like George Line, King Cudi's first album, um, fire, fire for like, sure, classic, super classic. Let's see what else is in my playlist right now. Um, like I like Out of Sight. Like I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Yeah, he's, I, I don't know. It's like alternative pop, alternative like rap because it's like. He has a rhythm and it flows and it's catchy and it's kind of corny, but that's that's the shit I like. I like shit that's corny, but it flows. It makes you feel good. It has that upbeat beat. Like yeah. I like shit that. Mm-hmm. But you'll catch me listening to J Cole too. I have all his music too. So yeah, I'm waiting on I'm, his album. I don't know. Too. I'm mm-hmm. I'm vast. I don't really have one. Like I have ACDC. I have right. you know so. I feel like you grew up listening to these three stations and mainly watching VH1 right. and Let's MTV. Go. Okay. Let's go. 99.5. Yes. 96.5. And 104.1. Uh-huh. Yeah, 104.1. Those are the two iHeartRadio stations. You barely listen to 107.9. No, I listen I listen to 107.9 too, but... When you, I was in the car. When you're trying to be transparent with you. Wait, like, hey, when JT was in the car... <laughs> I listen, no, but my dad also had 105.7. Okay, I do know that one. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I one. had you hit the you hit the top three. I told you. Okay. And then damn, it, I'm good. And then it went to <laughs> 107.9 and 105.3. Okay, but I knew those other three was your top three. Yeah, I can just tell based off your personality. To no, I did. I just said I did. No, I was about to say uh, that was his top but three. That was that one. I like uh, come on, hey Eric, why are you shaking your head at me right now? Um, just a side question though, Eric. Do you ha- do you have an iPhone? Yeah, I do. You do? I okay, do. I'm gonna need your Apple uh shit so I can follow you on there. I got you. I just got activated you. mine, so I'm about to get y'all stuff. Yeah, too, I just man. seen you follow me the other what day. I gotta it? follow I, you back. What are you talking about? I, I so a- on Apple Music, you can follow people and and Bro. just see what they listen to all day. Oh, man. Their playlist. Oh, really? Yeah, you gonna shout out to Jacob for my and Apple I, music. You get like every. I think it's every Monday you, they do a friends a friends mix. So where they give you like every all the people you follow what they listen to like their top tracks for the week. That's um, awesome. So like when you ask Jacob like what do you listen to like you could just go I'm basically go see on there and you'll see for dope. yourself. I didn't even know that. Like you have I a whole know. like profile. Yeah, you have like a you whole. Look at their profile. Wow. And listen it's to what basically they listen to. like like a Twitter almost. You know, it's just a music yeah, platform. You know what media. I actually like as a new feature? I have my own station. That's, I went to uh, those are all my artists my, that I listen to. Uh, yeah, 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 tabs yeah, yeah. and it said Clifton Station. I clicked yep. on it and it played music. I downloaded a couple songs. I was like, damn man, they know me personally. I was gonna say it's kind of it intru- it's kind of intrusive though. It's like yeah, here's you in a. I mean, it's kind of it's it's very. I'm sure they're taking that for statistics. Like hey, yeah, like mm-hmm. the AI is building up. like your playlist for yes. you. It's like your personal Pandora is how I look at it. Yeah, basically. True. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. your own stations, like you said. You got your station plus whoever you listen to. Like my station is crazy. If I wasn't watching this Cavs game, but I think we're gonna win, so we should oh, get it. I can shout out to the Cavs. That's dope though. That's awesome. Cause you never know. Everybody listens to different music, and you, you can know? appreciate something from them. Right. Literally, yeah. like right. my top tracks. Like, look, 
Like people That's put awesome. me on this stuff Hip-hop, all the time. For sure. Yeah. Like, so like new music, Everybody people like I said, music. Morgan Wall- like Lu- Morgan Wallen's in there with Playboy Cardi. I need to check that one out. Like, That's how you know I listen to a lot of music. See, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm listening to. Uh, well, I've been listening to like Childish Gambino. Oh, okay. um, he fire. Mm-hmm. Did you think of his new Let's project? See. Oh, his latest project. The uh, three fifteen twenty yeah. man, it's been on repeat. Like that, man, it's each cold. beat is like it's cold. Wow, whoa, that's you, dope. I ain't even know you can do that. We can follow each other mm-hmm. on our music app. Yeah, for those I'm, for I our know listeners either. who don't know, you got Apple Music. You can follow each other on different apps if you have them. And I mean, on this app, mm-hmm. type in the person's name mm-hmm. or whoever has music next to you, and you can tune into their playlist. Pause. Is it just me? Are you able to follow each other on every damn platform now? Now that you I can. think about it, like you I've can. never, mm-hmm. it just hit Bro, me. We've never had that before. It's 2021. You're getting followed everywhere, whether you know it or not. I don't like that. I know you. Nah, I feel that. I don't leave breadcrumbs for a reason. I eat them. Leave me alone. Leave me be. No, that's dope though. But uh, yeah, other topics we had were uh, we talked about success, motivation, and like right. So, so you do uh, you create like certain playlists for like say I, I'm in the gym often, right? Mm-hmm. And I listen to a certain. You like, say that you say that a lot. You Jacob, say you were just you in, in the, the gym, gym with me two days ago, and you was winded. By the way, you I went did. up and down the court twice. And no, was first like, of all, how do you so, know how long I went up and down the court? Because I was court? watching you. No, you was playing your own damn game. Listen, you don't worry about my court. Wait a minute, my court. I can multitask. No, we won that game. No, you lost because he was talking to me. No, we yes, won. you lost. He was we like, won. "Damn, I gotta come over here." Actually, we no. did lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, let me talk. Now, me and Shanta was cracking on him about Man, that because he said cra- he was in pain. Man, First time you ran full sprint in a few years. over the age of twenty-five, when's the last time you ran full sprint? I said it was a while. See, what about you, Eric? When's the last time you ran full sprint? Uh, in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you said I was chasing something. Nah, uh, um, I'm not gonna lie. I think the other day at work, um, I was just playing with somebody. I was like I was gonna beat him to the restaurant. I just did a full sprint. And you just took off on it them. It was not a good idea. <laughs> was like, Damn. Was they not expecting that out of you? Like no. when your first step a lot was... of a lot of people like because I'm big now. I'm trying to lose my weight now, but a lot of people don't know I'm fast. Like I'll take off on you in a minute. But I'm just big, so it'll slow me down. But right, I shaved this off. I'm burning anybody in the race. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Said catch my, me. My suggestion: don't eat after eight o'clock. Don't eat after eight. Shit, eight, 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 eight o'clock. Eight p. Eight p.m. to noon. Mm-hmm. You could do that and yeah. fast that long every day, and eat whatever you want in between. What about the, the What about the opposite way? And can I go from? Noon to eight, and then no, because you're gonna be laying with it. It's gonna be sleeping with you. It's gonna be. But, but I'm not going to bed no time soon. But you do burn up stuff in your sleep. I got a question for you though. So about I was like like 35 pounds. What? No, my question for you is. I also put this out there. Everybody's diet and like build is different. Like certain things work different. It's true. That is true. People. I would say. Try to try to stop eating around 8, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Just see how you do. I mean, cause cause you're gonna snack, you're gonna drink. If you drink water after 8 p.m., no no drinks, no pop, no beer, no milk, stuff like that to get I mean, your metabolism I'm, going. 
This is oh. my first beer in a couple weeks. So there you go. I wish. Only, Don't get me wrong. You'll feel great, like based off what John's saying, because like I sometimes go on a strict diet where I only eat once a day type shit. You right, know what I mean? Right. Just on mm-hmm. some real Muslim stuff, and it's not bad. You do feel good. You're ba- like going on your own energy. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. drink a lot of water, stay hydrated, keep moving. You'll be cool. That's no, really drink, the key. Stay the hydrated throughout. So, yes. Like before you eat a meal. Drink a glass of water. And well, you know what? There's one really diesel guy in college. I remember I ran across him. And oh. I ain't going to lie. I admired his yeah. muscles. And I was like, you know what? I was like, how do you stay that big and not get fat? Because I was seeing, like watching him for like weeks. I'm like, this dude is always eating and he's not fat. What's the secret? His metabolism. Yeah. He said he's actually always snacking and he doesn't really eat big meals. And he works out like two or three times a day, depending mm-hmm. on his schedule. So mm. I'm never going to take any eating advice from John. Why not? Yeah, why because not? a couple months ago, he said, let's donate blood. I said, okay, John. Oh, hold on, hold on, let's donate some blood. Hold on, hold on. Before you finish your story, look at yourself. Look at him. Even though the donate blood, I already know where this is going. Okay. <laughs> I would take diet advice dad, from that guy. Dad, dad bod. <laughs> I got dad bod, okay? Then you had dad bod Did since I've known you. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, hell before, yeah. He was before the way. Yeah, he's been doing bod. Yeah. He's been doing I was this. prepping myself. Giving us a glimpse. A so <laughs> glimpse. So look. But go ahead. Look tell the story because this is a good story. So I'm not. So John had the idea. He said in the group chat, let's donate blood. Let's get back. I'm like, cool. I'm in. Ash was in. So us three made a plan to go get blood. Schedule a date. Go get blood. Ash can't because he has too big of a heart and he. That's basically why. Yeah, I had a heart condition. Uh, yeah, it's actually going now, which is really odd, though. I don't know. So, I, hey, I went to the doc. Well, not to cut, up, not to cut off your story, but like I went to the doctor and they were like, "Yeah, you have an abnormally large heart." I'm like, "Oh," mm. so I had to take medication. But like, they were trying to hook me onto like being a part of that like pharmaceutical lifer, big yeah. pharma was trying yeah, to get lifer. me. I'm like, for a lifer. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They want you on that. I'll go holistic. Yeah. I'll do organic things and tap back in. It's gone now. I'm like that's a blessing though. Right, right. Just so, tell him you're the Grinch after you found his heart. Your shit is just bigger. That's yeah, all. That's it. That's my heart. <laughs> so, so Ash couldn't. So me and John are like, all right, we can. So I'm going. My shit's done quick. I drink a lot of water. Make sure I ate a good meal and stuff like that. And the organizer of this event, John, he goes. Everything's good. And we go sit down at the table for a little snacky snack, little juice and cookies. And John goes to stand up, and he sits right back down. No, the crazy the part ground. is, before you get to that part. Did they give you Chips Ahoy or Oreos? As we, Oreos. Were, as we were giving blood, we were asking questions like, has anybody ever passed out from like giving oh, yeah. blood? And they were like, Ooh. it may yeah, happen once right. or twice. Somebody went to the high school, you know what I mean? <laughs> this, it happens. But this then. Dude, John went to go stand up, fell right back down. I'm at the table with this guy, and I'm like, Done. he's looking at me like eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And then he like. He gets white. I thought he was playing at first. I'm like, okay, John, you're just joking around. And then he like, he said, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to faint. Thought he was playing. Done. And he turned into Bernie. Just flat <laughs> out, just <Bro>. done. <laughs> he got whiter than white. I didn't know he could get that white. And I'm like. Kind of messed up I hit, glasses. I hit the floor. Yeah, I hit, I hit glasses. The floor. Is that the first good. time you've seen somebody Damn. pass out? No, I've seen people no, okay. pass out plenty of times. But Man, that shit's scary the first time you see that shit, though. Like, it, you know what to do. Yeah. Like, you're like Man, frozen. You're I like, was right. ready. I was right next to him. Like, all right, what's up with them? And them employees, but they were fucking scared. They were like, oh, They shit. were shook. Yeah. It only gets scary when I can't hear you breathe. If you can't, if you ain't breathing, then it's scary. If you pass out, it's like, you know what? That's life. Yeah. Shit happens. <laughs> I was like, I'm fine. I, I was on the floor. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. They were like, you ain't fine. I'm like, all right, 
Whatever. And then we were talking, you were fine. No, no. <laughs> then he tried to get back up, and then he had to sit back down because yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't. Listen, let me. Well, the. So, so How did you feel in the moment? <laughs> Man, I felt all right, like donating, but I had a salad at lunchtime. I was like, well, let me let me get like, you know, let me give them good blood. I don't want to go eat a Big Mac and go fucking donate blood. Right, you know what I mean? right, so, right. So you had a salad. So you're being conscious about your diet yeah. at the time and your blood. Got so, it. yeah, so then it just didn't work out. And I passed out and yeah. hit the floor, broke my glasses. Should have got Chipotle. I know. That's all right, though. We're, we're supposed to go to B-Dubs hey. right after that, too. Yeah, we had a whole plan. We had the whole plan. Yeah, boo on that one. Boo. Then, right. Why y'all trying to work nephew over here? Leave <laughs> him alone. Stay out of his work. I work enough. <laughs> I need all that. I'm going to go to Harry Buffalo, then. I came in last week. I see, Osh, you had B-Dubs? I door dashed it. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> you better come and get it. Well, I, I, I want to know. At least I know. Right oh, okay, okay, that's a little bit better. Yeah. True, true. If you're going to tell me you come in, I, I got you. No, I'll mm-hmm. just pull up, man. That's good to know. No, that's fine. You seen you came from my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all love. But uh, yeah. So go back to success, and on the last episode, we kind of touched on what success means to us. So like you, Eric, you're doing with your what you're doing. What exactly does success mean to you? Uh, success for me is um, like continuing to practice on it. Like I treat this like uh, any other craft. I practice every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my good days, bad days, and different days, but success to me is just continuing to do it. You know, everything else will come. I know, like everything will come in due time. Like, I got a beat that I submitted to Redman very mm. recently, so like opportunities have been coming. It's just you know I'm just continuing to work on the craft. You know, I know if anything, I'll my goal is to be one of those producers that is talked about. I'm going to be your favorite producer. Favorite I'm going to talk producer. about you. As we go yeah, up, I'm talking you about love you. Red, man. Yeah. Red, he's my favorite artist, man. Like, is for him, I mean, he he's influential on a lot of things. You know, mm-hmm. I won't say he was influential on the weed smoking. I probably was smoking that before him. But mm-hmm. for his music, his artistry, like, he's one of my favorite rappers because he can, he just puts bars together well. You know, mm. and um, he's not doing the cookie cutter style of music. You know, his music is vast. It's fun. The energy's fun. Is he's hilarious to me? Like, trust me, I know, he hilarious. Know, he's hilarious. He had one of the most infamous uh, cribs episode. You feel me? Like, he's, he, oh to me, he, he strikes me as a regular dude. You know, so he is right awesome. with an extremely extraordinary talent for music. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he produces too. So, like, I look up to him in a lot of ways. Where. His music and his, where he goes with it, that's where I try to go. Mm. Where everybody's going right, I'll go left mm. with the music. So, you know. Speaking of Redman, how do you feel about that album that they sold to fucking Martin? Uh, what's his last name? Scorsese? Yeah, that dude. Oh, you're talking about the Wu Tang? Yeah, the Wu Tang. Uh, I'm mad. Sold it to him? For, yeah. I think, a million dollars. This was, or, this was, this was like five or six years yeah, this ago. This was a while ago. Like, uh, I never knew that. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate Before he got popped and like. He, cause that Martin dude's in jail, I think. Yeah. Now. Oh, is he? Yeah. He did. He had like the he his business was like some pill for AIDS or HIV or mm-hmm. some shit like that. And then when it actually started to work, he made it like five hundred a pill. So his script was like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. And then he, he got in trouble real, for that. Real douche dude. But I mm-hmm. mean, for me, mm-hmm. I like I like where RZA and then we're trying to go with the project. Like mm-hmm. you treat music like art. You know, some things is. When you think of Wu-Tang, everybody knows the symbol. It pops up in their head immediately. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows 
the most of the members, you know what I'm saying? I watched that whole the Wu Tang saga, like it was raw. Like, That's on Hulu. The show. Yeah, the, yeah, Hulu the show. show. Yeah, like for me, like going back to just being a music lover, like my dad was heavy in the Wu Tang back in the day, so I listened to all their music growing up as a kid. So I understand what they were trying to do with that album. Mm-hmm. Like an album that none of them knew that it was an album in the making, but we're gonna make this a piece of art, put it in a museum and you go to this museum to listen to it, but it just got misconstrued and the politics got involved. So, mm-hmm. you know, that happens. You always see the politics in the music. And I try to stay away from it because it just taints the art and the mm. vision. Like, 100%. Politics you know, is tainting everything it, nowadays. And then, it really then, does, though. But then to be fair to the artists, you know, for them, they should get paid for that, you know, or they should be compensated for that type of stuff. It seemed like none of them were going to get any money for it. So it's kind of like there's pros and cons to that. But I mean, I would like to hear the album because yeah. Red Man's on it and uh, a few mm-hmm. other artists. But yeah, Wu Tang—that's one of my favorite groups too. So, I mean, hopefully one day it'll come out and I'll listen to it. If I yeah, gotta go hopefully. to a museum in right, a different country right, to right. listen to it, I'll listen to it. Nice. But you know, just art, man. Art is—it's a weird thing because you know it imitates life. You know, so it can be taken crazy like all oh, this whole mf doom situation him passing mm-hmm. and it's like everybody's exploring his music his streaming is going up numbers high and it's like you know you never know what art is it's strange same with nipsey true, nipsey true. yeah it's strange man music is strange you know what this is a great question to ask you why don't you think people appreciate artists more when they're alive versus when they're gone because i wouldn't even say artists it's just people in general it could there be, you be, go. And just a, per, a, you know what I mean, a loved one. It could be yeah, that's a fact. anybody you know. You just you know, my dog, your dog. You know what I mean, your fucking cat. True, <laughs> but I was just asking in relation to like the streams and stuff, and like sales <laughs> always go up. So I just wanted to hear his opinion on it. You know, I mean, it's a lot of people are casual fans. You know, not everybody gets put on. Like how we were talking earlier, we can follow each other's playlists now. So you didn't have that back in the day. Everything was word of mouth, and if you know, you know. So mm-hmm. that was advertisement. Yeah. So it was. It was now. So now you know mm-hmm. it's you know it's a pro and con to it. You know the the true fans are gonna be like I was a fan since day one, and mm-hmm. they're gonna feel a certain type of way about people who numbers soar after they pass. Because I know with the Nipsey thing, like it hurt me because I was a fan of Nipsey before he even started blowing up. Like, my brother listened to him all the time. So to see him get his album out because he talked about Victory Lap for so long. When it finally came out, then he passed not long after. It's like, damn. He manifested everything he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was at the beginning stage. That's what messes me up. I'm like, yeah, he, wasn't able he to was blossom. speaking these these words, mm-hmm. and it gave life to what he was doing. And like, in the midst of it, he gets taken out. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. odd. Right, because I yeah. remember Nip with no beard. Yeah. Baby face Nip. Yeah, when everybody was trying to compare him to Snoop Dogg all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, to me, I feel the artists are appreciated. It's just not to the public eye. Not everybody's seeing it. You know, there's, like, my favorite producer ever, Jay Dilla, rest in peace. Like, he's my favorite producer. He didn't get his recognition until after he passed. Mm-hmm. People started finding out he was producing these hit records for people that your favorite song. But nobody knew, you know. Some right. people do it for the love of the music. They don't do it for the recognition. Mm-hmm. And it takes an unfortunate headline in order for people to so, really dig in and find yeah, out. Yeah, so, you know, it, it sucks that they're not able to be appreciated how the fans want them to be appreciated, but they are appreciated because they're the stepping stones. They're the ones who they're putting in that groundwork for 
the artists we do know about all the time to get their shot. You know, that's just how the game goes. Hmm. Take it back to Biggie and Pop. Mm-hmm. Even uh, uh, Run DMC. What's his? Uh, who, Jam Master J. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Jam Master J, man, he did a lot too. Like yep. um, him working with Onyx. Uh, so it was like. He got shot in, in the studio yeah. making beats. I mean, Damn. not a lot of people know he put Onyx and uh, 50 Cent on him. So hmm. a lot of people don't know. A lot of people, when it comes to music, you should always want to do your history. Because they just when know you what know, you see. Yeah, you when know you know, know your history, like it makes the music you love that much better. Who kn- who knows? We might have a running segment here monthly, music history with Aaron. Hey, Eric. I mean, I learn a lot every day. I learn about artists that I never knew about. Right. You know, but like, the best thing about music is like it's something that you can feel but not touch or grab. Right. And it touches you like true. And so, I don't know. I've been at concerts and I felt that shit. You know what I'm saying? You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, feel, you, you could be at a concert and feel yeah, that. Thing, like, yeah, that's a big I've fact. never been I to love a concert. I've never been to a concert in my life. See, yeah, I've, I've been, been to concerts. So I'm sure that energy that and it's that like it's a different experience. It is. See? I've been to three. One of them was a Yay concert, and Ooh, it was at the Cleveland lit. Q. And we literally locked eyes and we rap lyrics together, and that was like one of the biggest moments of my life. I'm like, because I look up to Yay and I fuck with Yay. I'm like, oh hell yeah, I feel like I'm Yay for a second. But I was like, we all followed this floating stage. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Big no, ass yeah, yeah, music touches you, but you can't physically hold it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, <laughs> oh these guys right here. Yeah, <laughs> he started. You said you've only been to three concerts, man. Mm-hmm. I, I've How been many to none? Been so me, I I've been to a few, but it's weird. I haven't been to any hip hop concerts. Really? Like, right. I, I seen right. Boston perform. Um, That'd I be s- pretty dope. I bet. I seen uh, Sailor Sue, um, it's an indie artist, Sailor Sue. I've seen her perform. I've seen her. I think I've seen her. We at, actually bought our, uh Me and uh, my friend Asia, um, we bought a CD off her, met her, and talked to her for a little bit. So that was cool. That's dope. And um, just uh, local artists. Like when I used to live in Columbus, man, I remember tripping on LSD and going to a <laughs> garage, like this big basement bar type thing, and watching this uh, rock group perform. It was tight. Nice. I mean. It was scary because I, I don't know what's going on. Right. And I'm just mm-hmm. peeking. You know what I'm saying? I see this punk girl. She, like, has this black Labrador next to her, like, in the club. I'm like, there's yeah. a dog in the bar. <laughs> like, Am I tripping? Just tripping and I, watching people yeah. scream, doing screamo music. But, you Support know. animal. My, my goal is to, when, you know, because it's weird. Because when I had the money and funds to go to um, a lot of these concerts, like, that COVID stuff happened. So, I know. it's, Ugh. you know. <laughs> This is the first year since probably, I want to say, about a good 10 years since 2010, mm-hmm. I haven't been to a concert. Right. And I've been to fucking, you name it, I've been seeing him. I didn't see Travis like three times. Super yeah, I heard Wiz. His, I heard his show. Travis was shit was fucking, yeah. I went, when he went, he did the record for the most intros for, uh, I think it was like 17, 18 in a row for um, Goosebumps. Yep, mm-hmm. I remember that record. That he, was crazy. He did that. And the Cavs played that night. We were in the playoffs. Um, I've been to fucking the Chainsmokers. I've been to Marshmallow. Um, Marshmallow. Oh, he lit. Yeah, that was, um, that was dope. That Steve Aoki. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy. I was front row for fucking, how you said you like locked eyes with Ye? I was front row for Young Thug and Amigos. Mm. Back to back. What? Yes. Jelly. Jelly. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, me, Harv, Austin, we getting it, man. I yeah. had a bruise on my chest, like, from Ooh, the bar. Worth it. We're going, 100%. I, I tell everybody I'd do it again right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would up. do it. That's what's up. But, man. yeah, I, I've always wanted to uh, go to, like, a hip-hop show. That's one thing mm-hmm. I haven't done. But 
I listen to it so much, man, I can feel like I'm there. Like, 100%. But, and that's, this just goes back to actually being at a concert. You can yeah. put yourself in that environment. Right. Right. And it's just completely different, man. It's mm-hmm. just... You hit, you feel the bass hitting because I've been I've been yes. front row for a few concerts, man. You feel that bass yeah, man. Shock like, your whole body type man, of deal, man. I'm talking like give you a headache at the end of the yeah, day. Like I've, I've always wanted to go to a Busta Rhymes concert. Oh fire. my gosh, that energy would probably be insane. Insane. He got too many hits. Mm-hmm. Put your hands to the sky. Mm-hmm. I probably try to hear I heard, stage I with I heard Little Wayne. Yeah. Little Wayne live is pretty shit. good too. Man, he man. Shit. Eric's told me the weekend is. Man. Phenomenal! I fuck with the weekend. I heard Bruno, I heard, uh, I heard Bruno Mars Wayne's too. concerts were the My best around the Carter yeah, Two. Who? The Carter Two was like when he had his best concerts. I heard. I heard when he went on with um, Juicy J. It was Little mm, Wayne oh and Juicy yeah. J. They did like a bunch of random yeah. shit. I heard that shit was fire. Mm-hmm. Juicy J put out a dope project. Mm-hmm. I seen ASAP. I see Ferg. I seen ASAP Ferg. Tory Lanez. Mm. Yeah. Who was the best performer you've ever <laughs> seen? Best performer yeah, I've ever performer. seen. I'd have to say Travis, just because I was in legit riot, like an induced riot. Right. Like he legit said fucking storm and shit. And Holy I when shit. I say like there's about a good ten thousand people trying to fit through like a barricade, like probably that big. Oh mm. my fucking god. To actually see that happen. It, it was just crazy. Like you ever see like bees or like flies just swarm and the thing. It just that's what it looked like. Just a bunch of people swarming this thing and security trying to stop it. Oh my man, mm. it was bad. It was that's it was bad, but it was good because hey. the people I looked at they was like, "Are we gonna do this?" And by the time I said, "Are we gonna do this?" Somebody's already booking it. So I'm right behind him. Like, all right, we're going. He turned all y'all into foot soldiers man. just with the sound of his voice. It was storm crazy. the gates. <laughs> literally, bro. That's one way to show this like, shit. Like literally, storm that. Like jump it. I don't care what you got to do. Not gonna lie, I would have did it. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah. That's weird. That's but like I said, I went from I went from being like in the bleachers, honestly, to being literally probably thirty to forty feet within Travis's distance. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying, and it was just the most insane thing that you could have did. Yeah, that's got to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people hyperventilating, passing out, throwing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. My, it was like my first real mosh pit, like a legit, like open that shit the fuck up, big asshole bigger than this table, bro, and everybody just storming each other. Man, Houston it's not for everybody, style, but it is for everybody. That's the Houston turn up right there. Man, it was crazy. That though. is not for everybody though. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not for everybody, but I mean, because if you're one of those confrontational people that like your own space and want to vibe out in your own, I'm not gonna lie to you guys though. I heard some music and it made me want to like drop exactly. somebody. Exactly. I don't know why. I don't know what it is like. Yeah, uh, music Nuck if you buck. Oh, I heard oh, that song comes on. It's like, oh yeah. You want like three six mafia like songs they make. It's like oh, it's like yeah. a cultural yeah. rile up song. Yeah. Like it's almost like a. Um, it's our tribal rally anthem. call. Yeah. It's a rally call. There you go. Yep, a rally yeah. call. It's like the cowbell for us. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Knuckles ready to go at this <laughs> point. <laughs> but yeah, man, music can do that. Man, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. It is. It all goes back yeah, to music. Crying, ready to fight. Yeah. <laughs> All types of shit. <laughs> Music, man, it's it's the, you in very emotional. It's very, it can it can get very emotional, right? Yeah. You know, I like with music, man. Is is a time and space for all different type of moods and in, in music. Mm-hmm. So you know, you be in a sad mood, you listen to something to get you out of that or mm-hmm. keep you or, in or there. Keep you, yeah, I was gonna say you keep you mean? in it. Yeah, you know, music is that powerful. Man. Mm-hmm. It gets everybody through. No one can say I don't listen to anything. Like right. if I know if there's somebody who's listening to silence, like something's wrong with them. Like they got to be making music in their head. Cause <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. You would think though, like, how would the world be without 
Sound. Music. I don't. It wouldn't be a It'd lot be of babies because I mean, shoot, music make you even want to make babies. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It puts you in those. That's, that's how I know music is so powerful. It'll put you in that state not where you. not for me either. I just never. I'm, no. I'm not gonna say it's not no. for me, but I've never done it. Yeah, never I have. have. I like it. Because, like I said, it gives I'm, you a rhythm. I like like that you said, your playlist can just <laughs> go through. You know what I'm saying? You can listen to a baby making song, but then all right, I'm like, fuck that bitch. You can do it to that. On that song, I don't know. Clay. He might punch her in the back of the head or something. She might like it. I don't know, man. What do you mean? What you mean? Your shuffle starts playing that shit. Like, oh, damn. If you ain't thrusting on beat, you can smack on beat. You can I, do a lot of shit. I thought this was nineties R and B. Right, right. It goes up to the like window. We had some Marvin Gaye. You over wall. here saying this to shit? To the sweat drip down my butt. Ba- so you want me to be balls deep while the sweat dripping down my balls? How am I gonna react? Next song, that? Chris Brown come on, like, damn. How, am I, how do I switch to this? I'm about to say something really in the it's gutter. Is it sweat it's or is it her juices? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going down your balls, man. Ah, ski, 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 ski. And what am I supposed to do to that? Am I supposed to ski to that? You ski, better, ski, ho- ski, you better ski, hope ski. she's squirting to that part. <laughs> better be on cue, nephew. <laughs> ah, see, what if I'm only two minutes in? Ah, ski, 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 ski. Ah, fuck. <laughs> it's all done. They're still saying right. like, damn, <laughs> done. Like, you need to put no ski left. <laughs> <laughs> no ski left. You better put. Right, on I'm done, little John. <laughs> <laughs> Next track. <laughs> Click. Yeah, time out. You got a break. for the game. You get a break playlist. Yeah. <laughs> put on oh, some video. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> turn that shit on. It almost sounds like like an instruction manual. You listen to music, bro. That's this yeah. crazy. Like. Yeah, man. Nah, music is dope, man. I love it. It is. We need it, and it's a it's a form of art. And you know, the world without art will probably kind of be eh. Yeah. It would be I mean? shit. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. think about how many shit in in America is actually art. Yeah, most things are mm-hmm. some this type is of art, form of right? art. Not, we're producing art right now, yeah, for sure. Right. And we're at the for beginning sure. stages, so it's like as we climb this ladder and as we, you know, bring people on our podcast and as we create it, it's like it's going to form itself. We'll mm-hmm. create, we'll get a collective group of individuals who understand what we're doing. Some people might not like it, but at the same time, we just got to stay consistent. Like mm-hmm. what you've been doing, he makes beats, he produces, mm-hmm. and eventually. He's gonna have one that clicks. Yeah. You just keep sending them out. Don't don't. No more of that. Uh, seven years of having something in your yeah, chamber. Yeah, you don't yeah. release it. We in a space now where we can just constantly release stuff. He's not gonna have one. He's gonna have multiple. Okay. Right. Multiple. Yeah. It's just, that's that one gonna get him started. He okay. has it right okay. now. Right. Right. He just gotta. He don't even know it. You don't even know. Right. Mm-hmm. What would you would you think of the stuff I sent? It was. It was it it's was fire. Like okay. again, yes. it's like out. We have certain things that we're getting into. We're going to create different channels, and it's okay. like mm-hmm. I gotta get with you, man. I gotta get yeah. with you. Yeah. We want to, we want to, we want to make sure we use what's. All you local. gotta do is follow me on Apple. Like we I said, need oh, more sure. art. Sure. Give us art. Yeah, <laughs> and that's one of the things. <laughs> produce, produce, produce. I feel yeah, like yeah. you got it. You got it though. You got it though. Just yeah, to go back to like us, us educating ourselves. Like in school, I wish they would emphasize more on literacy, art, and music. It, it was and financial education. I was Shoot. just gonna. Yeah. I was thinking taxes, but I didn't want to say. I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off. But no, they had classes for it's me just, and my money. I heard at Lorraine High. It's politics behind it. You know, it's you got to put the money into it too. Like you mm-hmm. know, we was in band working with like old equipment. You know, see, like people in sports. You know, y'all getting a little bit of equipment, but not everything that y'all need to. 
you know, get y'all on that plateau y'all need to be on. Right. For know? instance, right. I should just imagine if y'all team had the facility that right. is Lorraine High today. Oh, my God. Where y'all team would have been. Bro. We went 20 we and no, so I can only imagine, like, would have been a whole different... I think all of us. I mean, like, Lorraine High is right now is a... I a love campus. the way it looks. That's, that's, I love a, it. That's a super school. It's a campus. I wouldn't have skipped mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. I mean... I don't, none of us would have. He said I wouldn't have skipped as much. Skipped no, I still would have I didn't skipped. even have a chance to go. I said huh? as much. I would have. I never skipped at all. Me either. What? John, me either. I never really skipped. Not even, like, during senior year. No, Wait a minute. Maybe I did. I skipped a couple times. Yeah, maybe a couple times. Pussy. Maybe a couple times. Yeah. I mean, there was one time I literally got chased out of school by a security guard. Where are you supposed to be? Booked it. Out of here. <laughs> going home. Home. Oh, right. My mom was calling me. I had to go home. Well, I ain't even go home. My mom knew I was supposed to be in school. I was probably out kicking it till you know it was time to go home. I'm sorry, mom, that you had to hear this. Still was an honor. It's probably the day we went on our bike trip from the west side. To the south side, no, oh, to yeah. the east side, to the south right. side, back home. You didn't have early release set up senior year. I did. I was getting up. I was getting out of there early at twelve thirty eight. Yeah, late arrival. I, I did late arrival. He yeah. he had ass backwards. Yeah, oh. I was cool. I was like, you know what? I'm. Where you sleeping? Uh, Where you cool? Man, forget uh, all you? that. I don't need nobody to put late arrival or early release. I go home when I want to. <laughs> I'm out of here in a few hey. months. Y'all ain't about to tell me, oh, get back here. You need your education. My education is done now. Yep. I'm not, I'm not Especially gonna, when I had all my credits. You right. couldn't tell me. Oh, yeah, when I had, I had all the credits. Well, I all legit right. had all Fuck my off. credits like at the end of first semester. Junior year. Senior year, I was like, I guess I'll come. I had but, mine at the yeah. end of the first semester senior year. So you know where oh, second semester I was just like whatever. You know where it kicked in real bad for me at after tenth grade when I passed all my OGTs. When I seen that, like, I done. was like, I know I'm smart enough to get through this motherfucker. First so try, guess too? what? Yeah, yeah see, after it's that. free game. After this, y'all ain't You're stopping right. me. I'm passing. I passed right. the big test. Right. Fucking Jacob, ACT. I ain't leaving state to go to college. Yeah, you went through some. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, that's not good. Real quick, real quick. Jacob's wait. holding up double zeros because I don't think you passed any. Wait, of wait, wait. I'm about to get really angry because <laughs> I think I'm attached to a bad memory of you not having to take no OGTs. No, he took them. He just didn't pass yeah, I think I remember that. Was, so yeah, I you, think, you had yeah. a you had it was an IEP. Yeah. So basically, he didn't have to take. No, I took him. I took, took him. Jacob. I took him as many times as you were His, allowed to take. How him. many times you take? Jacob. Him. I took him. What you took him? What twice a year? If you once. failed him, one or one. You had to take him once. Your senior year, you had to take him twice. When have you ever truly faced adversity in your life? Now that I think about it. Mm, mm. Shit now. This is a real question for you because you Turn know what? That was adversity for all of us here. Like, if we didn't pass that, we felt the pressure. Okay. You got to skate. Here we go. So, I, when in school have I you was, ever oh, faced in adversity? School? In school? I and I'm not talking normal life. tests or like reports. We all have to do that. I'm talking true adversity. Like, if you didn't do this, there was a true repercussion. You couldn't move forward in life. Uh, nothing like, I guess, no repercussions like that, but I was bullied my freshman year. That's not adversity. That's you being soft. But a capital T. I'm talking so. like something that you need to like really apply yourself oh, yeah, to. Oh yeah, math algebra two. I failed algebra two. I failed Mr. Jeffrey's class senior year. I failed algebra two. You failed two. Jeffrey's class. I didn't fucking like yeah. math. He said, "Damn." I didn't like math, and I sat in the back with all the goofballs. I don't give a you fuck that class. And then I was like, "Oh fuck, I kind of actually need this class." So then I took it again the following semester, and I passed it with Mr. Draga. You said Mr. Drago? Mr. Oh, I, oh, I'm about to say, like, yeah, I, so I won't slander her on this podcast. So, yeah, so I was able to. <laughs> Next episode. Yeah. I, guess, I guess that's the only adversity I had to go through in school. And obviously, your credits, right? You had to get your credits. I had I had more credits than I needed to graduate. 
But I'm saying, Doug, if you didn't make your credits, would they have held you back as well? Oh, I'm yeah. Asking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the only adversity is math and credits. Yeah. Hmm. But I have more credits than I needed. So that credits was never. An issue. And I'll throw bullying in there as an honorable mention, okay? So you, yeah, so you're gonna feel adversity. I mean, damn, can I live? You know, just because you said a little bit, just because I don't do good at taking tests, you're gonna count that against me? No, I am not. It sounds like it. It just it sounds to me you're almost thirty years old and you've never really had a true challenge to really test your character. I'm pretty sure. No, I've had. I'm pretty sure he did. 2016 was a total shit year for me. That is a fact. I was there for you. Okay, that's a fact. Yeah, everybody goes through adversity. Yeah, you right. But in school, you right. Hey, but in school though, you right. You just had the. He was at Skate World in that bit. I'm out. I'm just a little. Uh, I just, I just had. Hey, I had a little bit of shit in school. I had. Hey, I did pass one OGP though. I did. You know what? It doesn't I matter. Did, I did pass one of them. It doesn't matter because you're here right now. Yeah, yep, you're, you're here. here. You're succeeding. Oh, I know. You have a great job. You you're a great it. father, and you provide. So none of that really matters. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that, man. And you overcame it. That's that's all that matters. And one mm-hmm. one like here. one of the best parts is that we are Lorraine proud, right? Come yes, from this city for sure. And mm-hmm. our city is we basically have faced adversity our whole lives Hell since yeah. we've been here, right? So we have no choice but to be resilient in everything that we do. Right. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like, can we speak in this life and to all of us? We are the generation that changes vast of what's going on. For sure. It's literally on our generation to break the generational curses. We we had this conversation before the podcast. Like from 92 to like 94, 95, that like group right there, Mm -hmm. something special is about that group. Like we just understood. It's that thin line. It's yeah, we understood line, more yeah. than the surface, mm-hmm. more than the headlines, and we get what's supposed to go on. So I need more people to just, we don't have to be essentially like a leader, but I need you to like use your voice. I need you to just step out of yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, keep, just do something. Be active, be in your community. You know, John, he can advocate on this too. Just continually push something. Mm-hmm. Right. Be a positive force. Positive. Be the change you want to see in the world. Exactly. Right. What you doing, Jacob, with your finger over there? I don't like it. It's giving me suspicious vibes. (laughs) We are approaching. I think that's what's happening. Hour. We're about an hour. So, closing thoughts on this uh, podcast. So, uh, again, Eric, it was a pleasure having you. Uh, Please plug in your social medias, everything that you're doing. Oh, yep, promote uh, yourself. This is what yeah. Oscar wanted me to wait for. This is the last bit of peanut butter. The last bit on the of peanut butter on spray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you can follow me on uh, Instagram abstract or it's Art Miles Abstract Twenty Two. So A R T M I L E S A B S T R A C Twenty Two. Follow me on Instagram. I I really only mess with Instagram. Like Twitter, I was messing with it, but I don't know. For me, Twitter is just. It's raunchy, man. I gotta stay it's away from raunchy. the raunchy and the ratchetness, man. Like, I think people need to utilize social media for good and not for manipulative like reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's True. too much. It's too much madness going on on social media. You gotta mm-hmm. tone it down and truly use it for the benefit of your brand and what you're trying to do. That's positive. None of that negative stuff. That's for why sure. I've been off of it since before Christmas. I've not been on it all year, mm-hmm. and. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, all I got to say is remember, life, it's simple. And if you take a little bit of extra and add it to your ordinary life, the results will be extraordinary. extraordinary.
This has been the episode of It's On Us. Stay tuned. And foremost, thank you guys for uh, listening to this podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook and other other social media platforms, Spotify, Apple, and uh, just stay with us as we uh, you know create this podcast and we you know go further along our personal journeys along with this journey. So.